Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line, Ladrine Howard Peterson. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Allison. I am excited to be here. Thank you for your yes. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Absolutely. So I am LaDrine Howard Peterson by day. I am a federal government supervisor who works in human resources management. And in that capacity, I lead a staff of specialists um, to develop HR information technology systems, and also to automate processes. By evening, which is my passion and my joy, I am the CEO and founder of Do It, delivering on ideas and thoughts. And I also have a nonprofit, Do It Empire. And in this capacity, what I do is I serve as a career and business strategist to help people to get their jobs done. So I help to turn dreamers into doers from both of those avenues. And last but certainly not least, I do a number of things. I'm the host of Let's Do It Talk Show. I am the visionary of this project, We All Grieve Differently, as well as a number of projects, international speaker, international conference host, and a number of things. I do all that I do to utilize my gift for the glory of God. Awesome, awesome. Look, I was going to say, woo, you wear a lot of hats. That is so awesome. You are a visionary author. Tell the listening audience what is the title of your book and provide us with a summary of the book. Yes, 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 yes. So proud to be one of the two visionary authors of this amazing project, we all grieve differently. We all grieve differently. It is about journeys, 12 journeys through healing after the loss of a mom. We are alongside 10 other individuals, me and Latasha Briscoe, who are detailing the events of our healing process after the loss of our mom. And alongside with that, we have partnered up and leaned onto some of our spiritual leaders and advisors and had them to play a role in the book by providing information about grief in general. So the book um, is for a, a, a little bit of everybody. It details grief. And the major part is, as the title says, we all grieve differently. No wrong, no right way, no pattern, no anything is the right way to do it. You grieve and you accept your space and you accept your reality as it is and don't get stuck. You got to keep moving to get through the process, and that looks different for everyone. Thank you. Thank you. So who would you say um, would definitely, um, even though it's self-explanatory, but who would be the target audience for your book? Yes. Yeah, so, and that's, I love this question, and it's because although the subtitle is 12 Journeys Through Healing After the Loss of a Mom, the title, We All Grieve Differently, really dictates who the target audience is. It's for anyone 
who has grieved, who is currently grieving, or who will grieve in the span of their lifetime. So that adds up to everyone. This book is for everyone, and we purposely ensure that we put ingredients in there to help anyone going through a process. While, yes, the 12 of us, we tell our story, there's also so many bits and pieces and messages and resources throughout the book that will help anyone that is in a grieving process or going through their grief journey. So do you believe that um, a person should, you know, hurry up and get over grieving or um, that there is a um, process or that it just it takes time? So the first question to anyone hurry up and get over it, that answer is absolutely not. We all grieve differently, differently at the pace that we grieve, differently in the phase that we we stay in for a given period of time. And even so, we as an individual, we grieve differently for different people in our lives. And it's not only people, it is things, it's relationships. So absolutely, whatever your pace is and however you're feeling, you take that journey and you take your process how it comes to you and how you feel and how you progress as you go along. No two people grieve alike. And it's not really like the expectation. So one person will grieve various people or various things in the same way. Yes. Now, I know I'm kind of, I don't think I'm getting off target, but something else came up when we were talking about grieving. So, you know, we have this thing kind of going out saying, you know, this is my new norm. And um, what do you think about that when, like with me, when I'm talking to someone that has lost someone, you know, yes, it is their new norm, but I try not to say that, you know. So I, I guess how would you even you know, speak to someone about that when they even hear that someone has told them that's your new norm. So to hear someone say that this is my new norm, you have to look at it from different aspects and you have to break it down of what that person means when they say it, right? Mm -hmm. We are not in that person's head and unless we have a conversation and we can get to that understanding, we are in no space to judge. We are in no space to kind of like tell them how they should go about that. But let's just take that and let's break that down a little bit. Your new norm, it could be your new temporary normal. Like this, for this temporary amount of time, I have lost this person. So I have to go through this process because what I was used to is no longer there. And that can be with a person, a relationship, and or a thing. So to hear someone say this, we have to really understand what they mean. In order for us to have a conversation or a dialogue or begin to uh, offer recommendation or offer our assistance, we have to understand what the person means by that. Because as you ask me the question, it can mean different things for different people. But the important thing here is to understand, because everybody grieves differently, right? People have their different spaces, 
different times and different focuses at any given period. And the best thing that we can do is be supportive to those people and just be there. It's not always that someone is looking for advice. Sometimes people just want someone to be listening on the other end. And sometimes they just need somebody just to check in on them just to see how they're doing, if they need anything, are they okay. So understanding um, a new norm may not be a bad thing. It may be the space that they're in that they got to find their way through at this temporary moment and for this given amount of time, which is unnumbered because there's no set amount of time for anyone to grieve. So it's not a get over it type of thing. It is work your way through your journey until you get to your space of being able to cope and deal with this, right? Because your loss of a loved one on this earth won't go away. Like the fact of the matter is we have to lean towards God or lean towards what it is that's going to give us the strength to make it on and understand that your new normal could be like how do you move forward to get to your space of not having this person, thing, or relationship in your life anymore. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to ask you another question. What was the vision that God gave you for um, putting this anthology together, or you and um, Ms. Briscoe? Yes. So it was amazing how this vision came about. And when I tell you miracle signs and wonders, that is absolutely what this was. On the night, of my mother's transition. I left her house, took care of the matters that I could for that given time, and was thinking about things that awaited me for the following day. And the thing was, I was in the shower. I was supposed to be showered up so I can prepare to go over my best friend's house because no one wanted me to be in the house alone. In the shower, I'm taking the shower, and I'm like, God, I don't want to go over anyone's house. I want to be in my house, and I want to be by myself. I don't want anyone to come over here. I just need a moment. God, helping me through these things, other questions are going on, and I'm just like, my mother has transitioned. The Holy Spirit speaks to me just as plain and simple and says, write a book. And I'm like, no, 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 God, I'm trying to figure out this thing and I'm trying to figure out this. And it's like, write a book. It will not leave my head. And I'm thinking of all the things that I need to do and I'm thinking of all the plans. And then one particular thought comes to mind. And that thought is, oh, my goodness, my mom is going to be buried in South Carolina because this is our family tradition. I've made all the arrangements for the the, the undertaker and the, the, um, the facilities here to transport her body to South Carolina. Like, I don't want my mom's body to go to South Carolina. As I got out the shower, drying off, I go and grab my phone, and my sister sends me a text message. 
and says, oh, by the way, Dream, mom doesn't want to be buried in South Carolina. She wants to be buried here so that we can visit her gravesite. All of the conversations that I had in my head, all of the things that I'm thinking as I'm going through, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, and God is answering them immediately. So it was only only right for me to be obedient in understanding and listening to him saying, write a book. I'm like, write a book. So what I started doing, I stopped fighting the Holy Spirit, and I started writing down bits and pieces of memories of anything that came to my mind. So it started this one night, but I continued to do it. And then um, in a couple days, I called and talked to Tasha, and um, she and I were talking, and I said, hey, listen, I'm thinking about writing a book about grief, just journaling. I was like, the Holy Spirit came to me, and I'm just thinking about writing a book about, you know, journaling the loss of my mom. And she's like, what? And I said, I know. I mean, my mom just passed away. It came, the Holy Spirit came to me that night. And she said, no, the dream. I have always wanted to do this, but just I didn't think that I was ready to do it. And I was like, really? I was like, well, we can do this together. And she was like, yep, I think it's about time. We can do this together. So I kept writing down whatever the Holy Spirit sent to me. Mind you, I'm planning and making the arrangements for my mom's funeral. So it's just like it, things would come to me and would not be able to get out of my mind. Memories would come, and I would just jot them down, jot them down, phasing this whole journey of everything that came about. And it was just like he prepared me for this, which is the title of my chapter. He prepared me for this. And so with that whole aspect, I knew it was no one but the Holy Spirit. I knew it was God's vision for this book to come to fruition. Everything, the number of people, 12, 12 is the number, is a dozen. Roses, 12 dozen. So Normally when people do anthology projects, they do it for profitable or for other reasons, and they normally try to get as many people as possible. It was the number 12. It was the 12 count um, that was for me. So I know it came from, I know it came from God. I know that I know that it came from God. Wow, that is beautiful because I'm just thinking, so God didn't want you to leave your home because he had something that, he needed you to do in this season. Wow. Ultimately, what do you yeah. want readers to gain from reading your anthology, if you could name three things? So for me, when readers are reading this anthology, I want them to really read the words and understand the tips that are provided because in a nutshell, what all of us collectively, through individual efforts, the authors as well as the contributors, it outlines major things, the three major things. One is healing. One is healing, and it's understanding um, that you will go through this in life. We cannot avoid death. Death is going to happen, but the important thing is understanding 
how to journey yourself through it and how to heal the hurt, how to go through the process to get through it. So that's number one. The second thing is faith. Faith. You have got to understand and have faith and know that God wouldn't bring you to a situation that he will not bring you through. And then the last thing is the will of God, the will of God. And it is understanding that the will of God is sovereign. The will of God is going to happen. It's designed to be that way. It is the most precious thing when we gain an understanding and we get it in our spirit, what that means, because what happens is our wants and our desires begin to align with God's will. Not our will, but God's will. And then he makes it that everything is acceptable, even in the midst of grief, even in the midst of triumph, even in the midst of your hurt. That is so awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing um, those three points. Here's another um, question I wanted to ask you, and, and I believe, listen, um, it has already been answered. Do you believe that it was your faith that inspired you to even write your chapter? Absolutely. So my faith, oh, my goodness. So I cannot even come up with the words to explain how God has elevated my level of faith, my level of faith that I never knew that I didn't have, right? And I, 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 it was hard for me to even see how God would get me through the loss of my mother. And then as you know, how heartbreaking and how hurting that was in less than three months, the loss of my sister. So it was nothing but faith that got me through the process and made it even able for me to write the words. When the Holy Spirit came to me and said, write the book, all I had to do was be obedient. Because when I wrote my chapter, I simply went to my notes, converted them to a Word document, and went through, edited, refined, just to make sure the grammar and the other information was correct. The Holy Spirit led me, guided me from the night of my mother's transition in the writing and penning of my chapter. And the whole overall, the other pieces, because I also um, wrote an introduction and throughout in terms of the tips, everything, everything was in inspired by faith and Holy Spirit-led. Mm, wow. 
I'm sitting here just trying not to run across the floor. <laughs> wow. Here is another question. If you could list three things that you are most thankful for right now, what would that be? And this is not cliche at all, but one, two, and three. Grace, mercy, and unmerited favor. Unmerited favor. I did not deserve anything, any aspect of it, but God has favored me through this process like none other. And it is my responsibility, and I have an obligation to share my testimony of just how good and how great God is. Thank you. Share with our listening audience um, any upcoming events or engagements you may have or anything you would like to share. Yes, sure. So, again, in the midst of everything that's going on, God would show up and, and, and put you on the platform that he needs in honor of him. So I'm so grateful that August the 13th through the 17th is the Faithpreneur Conference managed and led by Dr. Stacy N.C. Grant. And it is an annual conference for faith believers who are entrepreneurs in New York City. I am honored and humbled to be named as the Winnie Birch honoree. And it represents, the criteria represents everything that I have gone through. And the top tier one is faith, is someone who has exuded faith. Yes, it's the mind on faith. And yes. then next up, um, um, sweatpants and chill. Latasha Briscoe, who is my um, co-visionary, annual conference, sweatpants and chill. And it's the funny thing with that is just um, two days, two days before my mom's passing, I was hosting that event. And um, my mom's passing. So that week, that month, will always have, like, a staple in, in my life. So sweatpants and chill. Um, so those are the major two events and um, engagements that I am a part of. Um, LaDrine, um also, would you like to mention your um, podcast show? Sure. So um, my podcast show, Let's Do It Talk Show, we air live via Facebook platform on um, each and every Monday, 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there we talk about faith, finances, we talk about the future, and we talk about family and relationships. And you can find us on all social media platforms, Let's Do It Talk Show, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you. Thank you. So what words of wisdom would you like to leave with um, our listening audience? So mm, in terms of the words of wisdom, there are so many things that I can honestly and sincerely share. 
But what I would like to share is the whole purpose of my writing this book and the whole realization of what God wants me to do. So God wants me to share my story for his glory. So with that, the wisdom that I will leave, the words of wisdom, is have faith. And, again, I'm not just talking about the little teeny faith that, okay, a wish that we have come true or something in that magnitude. It is when you are in the most hurting situation or when there's a situation where you know that you physically, mentally, no part of you um, is able to get yourself out of it, that no one, nobody but God can get you through it. That's the type of faith that I'm talking about. So I really want people to understand that and surrender yourself, surrender to God that thing that you know that you're not capable to do. We're not built to handle certain things. And God allows us to go through certain situations so that other people can see how amazing he is, and it also becomes that lesson for you as well. Like through this process, um, I know that God is still in the business of performing miracles. He is amazing. He is that Ephesians 3.20 God that we read about. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that we can think and or imagine. And he's done that for me. He's confident me in that such a way. Thank you. Thank you for those words of wisdom. So where can the listening audience get a copy of your book or get in touch with you? Share your social media accounts. Sure. So, um, there are two ways that you can get it. One is Amazon.com, um, and then the second way is from my personal webpage, doitdelivers.com slash bookproject. And through that way, you are able to um, reserve and pay for and order a signed. I will send you a signed copy, and I have some goodies for people who come through that way. And also upcoming um, next month, I'm finalizing now, there will be a journal, a grief journal, grief candles, and grief T-shirts are already now available. Um, and the reason why I did this, Allison, is that every royalty check that came in and every profit that I made, I wanted to give it back to families who are grieving. So all of the sales that I make on the side, I also have it where I team up and send out to people who are grieving and, of course, anyone that I personally know that's grieving. So this project is definitely a hot project. And for social media, I am Ladrine Howard Peterson on Facebook and Do It Delivers on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing um your information. It is greatly appreciated. And on behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us, wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison. <laughs>